0: Bruce Willis was dead the whole time There were two killers Luke, that's your daddy The robot did it Snake was a good guy He really wasn't cheating They was in purgatory the whole time What? Everybody dies Verbal Kent is of so safe They killed old Yala Oh my God Everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod and today i have a very special guest stand-up comedian actor and host of his own podcast the mundane festival podcast uh which i've been on many times it's my man chris lamberth what's up homie
1: hey man what's good man thanks for having me
0: hey anytime man fresh out of the theater from seeing joker and we will review it for those uh who uh are listening of course we spoil it but before we even get into the spoil review uh we're gonna talk about the trailers that i saw before the movie and uh get chris's opinion on them and uh you know talk about mine as well uh now did you get there early enough to see trailers
1: yes i did
0: okay no it's weird right because like trailers to me is one of the best parts of the movie going experience and i really build the 25 to 30 minutes into the movie time for me
1: i i do too i, I like it i like it a lot too yeah. I, I never i try not to miss them
0: yeah if they're like it's a two-hour movie i'm like and eh, it's really like two and a half because i know i'm gonna i'm gonna want to see those so uh here's the trailers that i saw uh, a couple of new ones snuck in there but uh mostly uh kind of the same things. uh 1917 yeah yeah trailer about uh a bunch of white people in the war and a dude trying to save his brother who's like stuck in another company of the troops and he's about to like go to a battle where he's sure to die and it's a race against time uh looks very cinematic um looks like a you know for me guys a conspiracy but looks like another excuse not to have black people in a movie uh what do you think about this trailer
1: it looks good but i'm not i'm not really interested in seeing that
0: yeah I, i really do wonder if woke people made hollywood be like okay we're still gonna only do films that have white people in them but we'll just like Said it in 1917 in the war, so it doesn't make any sense to have black people in it, you know.
1: You said that theory before, and I'm, I, it's not, I don't, I think it's good. I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it makes sense to me.
0: Yeah, sometimes you just see a trailer and you're like, who wanted the 75th World War 2 story? Like, who was yeah. The, like, who is the guy? You know? Oh, we're going to the moon again. Hmm, hmm, interesting. <laughs> uh, alright, so Knives Out was another trailer, uh, which is with a very star-studded cast. Like, I think Daniel Craig is in it. Uh, Chris Evans is in it. Um, uh, what's my man from Atlanta? Lakeith Stanfield is in it um karen (laughs) we saw the trailer karen said "What's it supposed to be who and i said what what are you talking about she was like "Who?" like the like the game i said oh you mean clue and but she was tanking but she was right it's it does feel like clue 2019 what do you think about this trailer i did not see that one Mm, okay okay
1: but i will see it it's a ryan johnson movie
0: yeah and um some of the uh the cast is just i mean amazing so yeah i can't imagine not seeing it uh i saw the trailer for harriet did you see that one yeah Uh, yeah now i do have to say the original trailer they dropped on twitter i thought was much worse than this one okay um but that being said i think uh i'm only enthused about this because i'm a harriet tubman stan and that's it. Like, you know, like, I'm just, cause I remember when I saw the first trailer, I went, oh man, they fucked it up, you know? And then when I saw this trailer and, you know, they had her like, uh, infiltrating, uh, enemy lines, they had her with the shotgun, the sawed off, then they had her at the very end with that one frame where it's like, her commanding the battalion of troops to shoot at the Confederates. And I was like, you know what? I'm probably gonna see this now. <laughs> Cause damn,
1: I didn't. I didn't see that that one either. I don't think I've seen that one.
0: Oh, oh, so you got a different trailer of Harriet?
1: Yeah, maybe. Is it, I'm wondering if it's because I saw it in Dolby.
0: Oh, maybe. Okay, well then, that'll be interesting to see when you ever you see the like the. You know how they do two and three trailers yeah it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if you see the re the touched up trailer because like i said this one that first trailer was garbage to me man i was like who the fuck wanna see is like this could just be an anybody story it looked like they were playing slave cosplay you know what i mean <laughs> well i'm gonna
1: see it regardless but i just yeah. i was just kind of like eh, uh, you know
0: well now i'm kind of worried that none of these trailers are kind of saying so uh Terminator Dark Fate had an updated trailer. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, James 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 Cameron's not directing this, but he's back essentially. And uh, I love the Terminator uh, series when James at the helm. And I also mm-hmm. am a big James Cameron fan, despite him being an asshole. So they had my <laughs> money. They had my money when they announced this.
1: I'm going to check it out. I mean, it's not like it's not something that I'm super excited about but i will i will be seeing it
0: yeah i appreciated linda hamilton in this trailer being able to talk her shit
1: yeah
0: like, like they make like that's basically the whole point of having her in the film is to be like nigga i've avoided armageddon a couple times so y'all need to listen to me and then mm-hmm. they they did the cliche terminator moment at the very end of the trailer where she like drops a grenade down on something that explodes and then she's like i'll be back and i'm like you know what i'm i'm in is that a mexican girl a woman of color I, that they're trying to save i it don't it look like it i don't yeah. know it looked like it um richard jewel did you see this trailer
1: no they didn't show that but i did see the trailer but i okay. didn't see it in the theater
0: what do you think about the trailer in general
1: uh, i'm sold dog
0: dog star studded right mm, yep um also shout out to uh you know a fat actor getting a star in the film
1: yeah, Feel like maybe it's, it's hope for me. I I still want to lose weight, but I, but I, I think like it's it's still cool to see that.
0: Yeah, like I was looking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what this dude looks like on a normal day, like the actor. uh I had to see some pictures of him and other shit, but like he just looks like kind of a loser with the with yeah. the like Paul Blart mall cop haircut and shit. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's surrounded by like John Hamm kathy bates sam rockwell olivia wilde um like i have no idea how good or bad this guy is as an actor but that film seems like it's going for a home run and the trailer was was pretty dope so Uh, i mean plus i don't remember everything that happened with richard joel
1: neither do i he was he was in i tanya okay he he was a did you see i tanya
0: no i didn't i have it too it's sitting right uh, in the room
1: he was he was like one of the best parts of the movie was good but like he was one of the best had one of the best performances he was in black klansman um he was one of the uh, racist dudes yes paul walter hauser so yeah he it's, I'm, I'm i'm excited to see that like people were trying to act like you know they had trepidation around saint st eastwood clint eastwood <laughs> oh yeah clint eastwood. yeah directing it but i'm 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 sold you know i
0: saw that too man like oh clint eastwood's back i'm like look dog i know he talked to that empty chair what the fuck yeah. they got to do with a movie though man like
1: but he also made mystic river so i mean
0: i mean he made some great movies
1: yeah yeah
0: like i don't even know like when we started doing this like Oh God, we're so sick of him. No, we're not. Like I'm I'm always game for a good movie. If the not the movie not good, cool. You know, I I've seen a yeah. I've seen a few of his that I thought was like a little overrated and shit, but uh-huh. I don't know, dog. It just seemed a little I don't know, people be tripping, man. Yeah. Um Doctor Sleep is a sequel to The Shining and send it around a little black girl so i'm expecting woke twitter to be all on this shadow and act mm-hmm. make it yeah. happen no
1: let me i gotta call you out a little bit too though mm-hmm. uh yesterday i saw a tweet that you you were just like uh it was some cool comic book that looked good that you were excited about oh man uh,
0: uh uh yes i read that <laughs> i read that comic shadow, okay. shadow and that was like ryan Kugel is gonna be directing it Um, man, now I forget it. I'm blanking on the name, but I fucking love that comic book. I couldn't believe that get. It was one of those things where it's like one bitter root. That's the name of it. One, I I didn't think it would get a movie. Like, it's only six issues out. You know what I mean? So like, I thought it's that was one of those black nerd things where I'm like, oh, I'm the only one reading this for sure. And then the second part is nigga Ryan Coogler like yeah he don't have to do this he, he,
1: he i was he, like oh my
0: god rod's not uh trolling yeah i was dog i was like shocked but i was like oh my god like i think that's what i tweeted it was just like oh my like what are the odds of that dude i can't even like i don't even know how to express like what that the odds of that coming together is so low you know what i'm saying
1: yeah, speaking along the same genre, this Raising Dion is out now on Netflix.
0: Oh, it is out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. on, I'm on that too, cause I like the Kickstarter of it. When, yeah. Uh, when it first was a comic book, and they were trying to get something to happen with it. So, uh, yeah, and that's Michael B. Jordan. So, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, the thing for me with this shit though, Chris, is Black Twitter gets all excited. Shadow that gets all excited. And then the fucking shit drops and you don't see like a lot of reviews, you don't see a lot of yeah. tweets about it. It's like the shit just exists and now that, that's the end of it. They did that with uh this anime series called Cannon Busters where um this black dude made it. I think he's like the animator from uh Black Dynamite the cartoon.
1: Okay. And yeah, so damn. he he
0: made an anime that also was about has a lot of black characters and shit in it. And it's really good. And I binged it in like one day when it came out on Netflix a few weeks ago and i i felt like i didn't see anyone else talking about it it just felt like damn
1: yeah it's kind of like we talked about on this earlier this week on your on your main feed how you know people a lot of it's just performative when they say oh we got to support this and then they really don't
0: right so uh but yeah the dr sleep trailer um i mean i thought it looked pretty good man what'd you think
1: I did not see it in this time okay. But I, I've i seen it before And uh, it's a little black girl So I'm gonna see it I mean, you know, I saw it um, And so, yeah, you know And you know, another thing that I wanted to say Maybe I mentioned, we talked about this before But you know how I am with white starlets yeah. I think we're starting to see More of these black girls Come mm-hmm. up in the industry And it's a really cool thing You know, like Zendaya uh, storm reed you're seeing a lot of them blossom and start to do like different roles and you can see them do it at a younger age where it's like gabrielle union blows up when she's like 28 right you know you yeah. know same that, you know uh, so i'm excited
0: yeah they same with that little girl from um from uh fast Beast color of wild. i was oh. gonna say fast color like she was yes. she, she was she starred in a tv series the path on fox it got i think it didn't get renewed but i mean just just the idea of, of her um starring in this you know as a young black girl and on you know national tv in a sci-fi show i mean we don't see that often and it's good to see her careers continuing like it didn't yeah. just stop there and there's a bunch of them too the girl from um the girl from uh queen sugar that plays kiki i saw her in a couple other roles so
1: okay it's
0: it's good to see like young black actresses coming up and they're not all just like the light skin like yara sahidi and <laughs> shahidi and um uh old girl from uh spider-man that's in um that's in uh what's, euphoria zendaya well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like it's good to see like is you know it's, it's just different diversity within the uh even within the blackness that is uh coming up so yeah uh, uh all right what so yeah that doctor sleep though that joint uh that joint look hard man and i'm not a big horror fan but i remember Same. when i when i watched the shining being like oh that was pretty dope i wonder like like why they've never revisited this world and then you know boom they they bring it back so um and then the last joint that i saw um was a trailer for Zombieland double tap
1: i did see that one yeah
0: yeah and um you know same thing with this joint man it looked exciting i remember zombie uh i think they got the writer from deadpool or something like that in it like direct okay. writing it and um i forget it was also someone i like that directed it so i mean yeah I'm, I'm in
1: i'm in i like the first one i'm probably gonna have to revisit the first one but uh i remember enjoying it i didn't see it in the theater but it was uh kind of became like a cult classic right yeah it did yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah um i just and it's also like funny um with the zombie action and shit you know woody Harrelson's gonna be in there woody harrelson ended up like i don't know i mean it's kind of weird that it got a sequel so long after the uh original but and i'll take more of a good thing if it's good
1: yeah i'm not mad at it
0: all right let's talk about this movie joker 2019 directed by todd phillips written by todd phillips starring Joaquin phoenix uh starring robert de niro and zazzy beats and francis conroy um and it's this it, remember we spoiled the movie here so it's gonna be spoilers uh joker causes the riot that kills bruce wayne's parents in this movie um, the movie centers around an origin of an iconic arch nemesis and, an ori- and is an original standalone story not seen before on a big screen Todd Filler's exploration of Arthur, Arthur Fleck played by Joaquin Phoenix a man disregarded by society is not only a greedy character study but also a broader cautionary tale Chris let's talk about things we liked about the movie and then we'll talk about what we didn't like Uh pick one thing go first and then I'll do a thing and we'll keep going like that until we're out of good things uh mm-hmm. so you go first man what give me something you liked about this movie
1: I really liked Joaquin Phoenix's performance yes.
0: Uh
1: I really thought that he had he was in every scene he carried it and uh there even the times that were ultra violent I was still surprised mm-hmm. Uh I was just like where is this go-? you kind of didn't know where the thing was going I kind of felt a little on edge as the tension build build and before he uh killed those guys on the subway Mm -hmm. you know so uh i thought i really didn't enjoy his performance
0: yeah uh for me i think wakane was great in this it felt like he was going from an oscar from fucking the opening shot to Mm -hmm. the to the very end um sometimes it was so over the top and artistically like like the way they styled it um i can see how it could feel aloof at times or like he went too far or something but i don't know it all kind of worked for me and the way he used his body i called it yeah bone, i've called it bone acting because it's like this nigga had like ribs <laughs> sticking out of places and shoulder blades like hunched over like is like it was just really wild and you know I, I, I wonder if he just like lost weight to do this role for some reason because he he really took it there
1: yeah it, it's uh pretty crazy
0: yeah, another thing I liked about this movie was the blurring of reality with his psychosis. And so yes. you don't really know what is happening and what's not, but I love when they have those reveals in the movie to be like, This is this part isn't real. Like like this like this <laughs> yeah. thing didn't happen. Like uh my the best one I think was the Zazzy Beats thing because yeah. Um in your mind, you know, one day she shows up at his door and was like, Were well, you following me today? And he's like yeah and she's like why didn't you come in like you should have I hate working at that store he's like I got a gun I can rob it and you know and you're like well is she off because clearly this man is not well he stalked her all day and another scene he goes in and and knocks on her door and just starts kissing her and uh, then another time they're going on a date together And, and like in back of my mind I'm like oh man this is a like this was a horrible choice for this movie like they, mm-hmm. they basically made this character have like, like it's, she's not even grounded in any type of reality. And then boom, they hit you with the, oh, this didn't actually happen. And that's, yeah. that scene where he's in her house and she's like, what are you doing in here? Don't you live mm-hmm. down, don't you live down the hallway? Like, what, go get your mother. And you're like, was she not in the room with him at the hospital with his mother? And boom, flashback sequence, he made it all up in his head. So I really enjoyed, uh, Todd Phillips, like flipping back and forth between what was, real and what wasn't. It, it kind of sometimes that stuff doesn't work in the movie, but for me it put the movie on a on a different type of edge that kept me thinking like what's happening and what's not.
1: Yeah, I love that swerve uh cuz initially, you know, when you see these trailers, I had a tweet that made did some good numbers. You might have helped in that. If, I think maybe you retweeted it, but uh when I said like yeah, it's hard for me to I'm going to I'm excited to see the Joker or whatever I said uh but it's gonna be hard for me to suspend my disbelief that he's really sad and he's dating zazie beats like yeah. <laughs> I, I was just like i don't fucking believe that i don't care what you do to do in this movie but then come to find out that it's all a, it's not real so i was like oh, okay yeah and, and then what comic takes a girl on a first date to an open mic uh and
0: he's never done stand-up before it seems so right like it, it made even less sense than you thought It <laughs> like it's like and then when they cut to that they take the um uh, they take them the sound out and they just do like a montage of him doing act outs over his like kind of music and then they yeah. cut to zazzy like kind of smiling there's a moment where i'm just like wait it all went well this must be in his head and it's kind of refreshing yeah. to see that it was
1: well as soon as that music came on I was like yeah this nigga's bombing like shit
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then they played it on the uh, the TV show and I was like oh fuck man yeah part of me like part of the performance like yeah he's he's crazy and everything but it's like I still had empathy for him uh, it's you know you still feel bad for the guy yeah well they made
0: it a tragedy you know mm-hmm. like it's like you're almost kind of hoping he doesn't spiral out to be the Joker and you see all right. the all the things that happen in his life that eventually lead to him being the Joker and while there's a point where you don't like at least for me there comes a point in the movie where you don't sympathize for him anymore which I think is kind of like a Hollywood oh yeah, you know cliche like you start you're like oh it's sympathy for the devil and then you see oh wait this nigga's the devil right um, oh, he killed his mom. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a point where in the movie where they're like, you can't root for this guy at this point. And, uh, but I did like that. I like the thing where he imagined himself in Murray Franklin's audience and being yeah. asked to come down. And, you know, the, the way in his head he's like writing these, these, this journal is, which is gobbledygook, but he thinks like there's a, there, he's like, this is my, my notebook for jokes and all this shit. Like, it's just, a bunch of stuff in this in this movie where you're kinda like, um you know, like, like uh one of the things that Joachim Phoenix did that was really cool was when he's sitting in a comedy club writing notes mm-hmm. for for where you think he's like writing jokes, but he's really writing notes trying to understand comedy like a math equation that he never really truly gets, you know?
1: Yeah. Shout out to Gary Goldman, Sam Arrill. And yeah. uh Chris Red, New York comics.
0: Should have been following them on uh Twitter and where you might have got some comedian lessons, okay? That's where Joaquin <laughs> fucked up. Uh what's yep. another thing you liked?
1: Ah, uh, the cinematography. It's very uh was very like seventies. Obviously the allusions to King of Comedy, you know, the De Niro flick and basically he was playing De Niro's part for the most part. Joaquin was. And King of Comedy, a lot of people will say they got the taxi driver vibes, but I just love that. I love the the look of the film aesthetically. It just really felt uh, desolate. That that was a. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't want to size it by saying it's one of the darkest Gotham's. Uh, I don't know. I don't, where does it rate for you, like Gotham City wise?
0: Um. Uh... i don't want to
1: slice it yeah what do you mean by like what is it right for me rank like as far as it being a city like like very like it just seemed really ominous and foreboding maybe this was the beginning of the city the city's decline maybe i don't know i
0: think for me it definitely is one of the worst depictions of gotham as far as like and by worse i mean like the city was at its worst not yeah not the movie but uh it was definitely like to me like it felt like a real lived-in city for for once where yeah like this was the 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 80s of new york where uh you know they were Times square was like full of strip clubs and like and and thievery and shit like it Mm -hmm. felt like it was kind of dangerous in that way um you're supposed to feel and you know that's what gotham's reputation was and the reason that they needed a batman there's moments in this movie where you feel like if there was a batman maybe there wouldn't have been a joker you know um uh so i think they give you those vibes and those notes um and the other thing they chose that i thought was really smart is that they didn't give it a true time range like a lot of the stuff in there kind of felt like the old batman cartoon where you're like is this the 60s the 70s the 80s like what time is this it, this time period like the cars are old school the tvs are old the uh way they broadcast things is old like so it's just this kind of like you know somewhere yeah. between like late 70s 80s type of t- vibe to it you know and uh, i actually really lo- thought that was a smart choice
1: Hmm. yeah very stylistic yeah, yeah man that's that kind of drew me in that really drew me in even more
0: yeah uh another thing i liked about this joint um i felt like uh they really wanted to make like uh his life feel like a full life i was afraid they would do the vibe of like he's an anomaly he's an enigma we never really know what's going on with this guy which is kind of how joker's always been hmm. and i'm not as attached uh like a lot of my nerd friends are very attached to like what we were given right so yeah this is the joker you can't stray from this formula you can't like we've never known his name we've never known any of this shit but this felt kind of like okay we're doing a one-off movie it's kind of like a different version of the killing joke
1: yeah yeah i wanted you to speak on that because uh i was gonna ask you if you didn't bring that up because i don't i don't know too much about it
0: okay so the killing jokers uh is it's not one of my favorites but it's one of most people mo- most batman fans really love that book especially dudes but it's not really one of my favorites because of some choices they made right so basically okay. the story is a uh, long story short the joker takes barbara gordon who was batgirl at the time hostage shoot he shoots her in the back paralyzes her takes her hostage um takes pictures of her naked puts it all throughout a like carnival ride at a local amusement park and then when the ride is closed or whatever you know the park is closed obviously um and him and his henchman uh they kidnap james gordon the commissioner barbara gordon's the father and they take him through this amusement park ride and they show him these pictures and you know, it's driving him obviously to the brink of like like he's got a murderous revenge in his heart now, right? Yeah. You know, he doesn't know if his daughter's alive. He just knows this man is taking her, and injured her, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the ride, he basically gives James Gordon a gun and he's like, um, you know, like pro he's pro Joker's trying to prove like one bad day can change a good man into what he is, right? And in the middle of this, they're also doing flashbacks to the Joker's origin. He was a stand up comedian who failed and he could never get work and then, you know, some bad breaks happen to him, eventually he turns to the Joker. So that's his whole thing with with uh with James Gordon and uh and then Batman shows up and I think Jim Gordon couldn't bring himself to kill uh the kill the joker and then batman had the gun and he couldn't do it and then the joker said something and they both laugh really hard at the end and it's called the killing joke
1: um
0: and i've always hated that book because as a batgirl fan it just felt like damn y'all really just you like after all the heroic adventures she's in she just kind of becomes like a, a woman that you fridged for these dudes to have this moment of
1: dude you must be reading my mind cause you I just heard of that term fridging yeah. with uh, regards to the the last of us uh, part 2 mm. and I didn't know that existed but and that's like yeah keep keep going but yeah it just made me think of that yeah it's a
0: huge, a huge trope and a crutch that a lot of action movies rely on is like a woman who's kind of innocent but can't defend herself and a man who wants to who has all the dangerous skills and this is the reason he's gonna kill everybody so um at the end of the at the end of the joint you know they laugh and, it, and to me it never felt right that uh-huh. the bat batman and joker were laughing at the end of this shit and that's just their last panel like it felt really fucked up and so i i say all that to say i actually like the story in this more than the killing joke it's like they wanted to make the killing joke but they also wanted to be like, okay, but let's not make it as fucked up as the actual killing joke. Now there's like, like the woman in this movie, his mom, uh, that he kills, um, like that, like that feels more authentic to somebody who's gonna become like a, you know, a spree shooter or murderer or something like that, because that actually happens a lot in real life. The idea yeah. that Zazzy beats, he has this fantasy about her and she's, it never really was real. That feels more real than we went to the, the we went to Batgirl's girl's house and shot her in the back. Like it just feels more real than than yeah. the shit they did. So, uh I really um yeah, I really really enjoyed uh the story compared to the killing joke. So, um mm-hmm. anything else positive to add before we get to negatives? Uh
1: I think that's it. I mean, like I felt like I just felt i was wondering what the fuck was gonna happen and so basically yeah i think we said i think that's it unless you say something that i might agree with yeah i
0: got a couple more um the musical score
1: oh yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah i agree
0: like i love the musical score um i love the darkness of the story like i normally Mm -hmm. don't like darkness in dc movies because i think they 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 overdo it sometimes, you know. Zack Snyder is a great example of just taking really bright, happy, like let's do this characters and turning them into, you know, <laughs> just like like murderverse people as they called it. Like I, yeah. so I thought I, I honestly thought I was gonna be turned off by the fact that this film was rated R and, you know, it's not it's not your father's Joker. Like we knew that, and uh, yes, I, I actually wasn't that um turned off by the fact that it went so dark. I appreciated them taking it there i think that's why the joker um at its core that's one of the scariest things about the joker is that you don't know what he's gonna do and Mm -hmm. uh he and he murders and doesn't feel anything um and that's something every version of the character has had but this was the first movie that really delved into like well how do you get there you know yeah uh I love the kind of background commentary maybe maybe it was actually front ground but kind of like you know on mental health and how shit goes untreated people don't mm, you know yeah. society doesn't really give a fuck um and at the end of the day uh if if it goes untreated and uh someone becomes like a danger to themselves and a danger to others and no one's there to help and the people that are in charge of helping you know we're cutting we're always cutting these funds and shit like that uh-huh. you know i kind of dealt i kind of fucked with that you know it's kind of like a if falling down was started the joker instead of that, instead of michael <laughs> douglas um yeah so i kind of yeah. fuck with that vibe um there was one more thing i said music oh and i just definitely want to give a shout out to robert De Niro as murray franklin i thought that was that was like a oh, cool, yeah. cool portrayal of uh you know obviously a little call back to taxi driver and stuff but also i just thought it was a cool portrayal of like the late night comedy vibe you know without mocking it you mm-hmm. know it felt it felt kind of authentic to like yeah the late night when the late night was late night it wasn't 12 late night shows it wasn't uh late night then late late night you know it's just one show and like right. you know this white guy comes on he's in a suit and he's like doing <laughs> like doing his bitch like it felt kind of like authentic you know and uh to the point where <laughs> when he picked on that video of arthur i actually was like yeah i could see the show doing that and i could also see them like inviting him on as part of like a bit to keep it going you know like yeah it made it kind of made sense but only in that time period it wouldn't have made like i don't think that would happen in 2019 you know my
1: girl my girl uh olivia Wilde's her husband uh shit
0: what's her husband J- jason
1: sudeikis mm-hmm. was in a movie with uh tracy morgan oh shit where that was kind of like a, it was uh fuck i gotta fuck since i mentioned that i gotta find it bear bear with me rod no problem you can edit you can edit this out
0: no 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 go <laughs> ahead and leave it in i like these are my favorite parts of uh monday festival okay? <laughs> don't listen to don't listen to brandon collins he didn't know what he's talking about
1: yeah i was like what the fuck are you de-? he yeah. said something about me on on his show i forget what it was but uh it's one of it's a show oh fucking hell
0: <laughs> also <laughs> i didn't i'm looking at the cast list and i didn't realize mark maron was in this shit
1: yeah he was the the homie uh the guy that comes in the, the dressing room is like hey you know don't you know call him mr yeah whatever
0: call him mr yeah. franklin I, I didn't even man mark's yeah. mark's uh he be getting them bit parts man that and lock the gate he just
1: i mean that's hey man that's how that's
0: how it goes
1: yeah you know?
0: Um, I also want to throw in real quick, too. I like the remixes to some of the stories about, cause in the background of this is Bruce Wayne's origin story. Yes. And I like the remixes, man. I know there's going to be a lot of people pissed that are huge comic book fans, but like the way that he thought that they were brothers and the way that he was obsessed with that family and then, uh, Alfred showing up at the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and him almost choking Alfred, like, i kind of enjoyed that stuff because i was just like i wonder if they're even going to address that batman is a thing um obviously in comic book sense it didn't make a lot of sense there's a lot of shit that just doesn't just doesn't make sense comic book wise but since it's a right. stand it's a one along one off and it doesn't match up to anything else I, it just didn't bother me and i liked you know even the parents getting killed because i thought they were going to have joaquin phoenix kill the parents like yeah i thought that was gonna be the big thing was like he and i was like but how can he do that he's like he's kind of famous in this universe they know his name they know what he looks like bruce wayne would definitely be like that's the dude who killed my parents and then they they flip it at the end and it's just a random guy with a mask and it, it made a lot of sense so yeah um, well uh did you remember what you were looking for or whatever
1: yes it wasn't jason sudeikis it's ed helms and tracy morgan uh It's a movie called The Clapper that came out in 2017. It's about this dude. Eddie Crumble works as a paid audience member for infomercials and experiences a whirlwind of overnight fame after a late night talk show host publicizes his frequent infomercial appearances. So it's like he kind of this dude gets paid to do infomercials and he kind of changes his appearance. And then they find out, oh, this is the same dude. And they make fun of him. And then it's Mm -hmm. like some weird, crazy weird shit that happens it's an okay movie it's 24 percent on rotten tomatoes but you just made me think of it That's, oh okay
0: so. yeah yeah and this this movie's getting great reviews all right let's talk about uh things we didn't like was there anything uh a, a thing you didn't like about the movie well you know I, I i don't i don't know how to say this but we were you and not we were talking
1: you me and karen were talking about this it's almost like the media and and kind of like Todd Phillips it like kind of like just letting the movie sit on its own it just made me feel like I was like when I saw it I was like okay good movie alright what was all the crazy fuss about
0: yeah I will say man and this is just my fault for even following this shit on Twitter but it got so big how could you avoid it because it was just everywhere but, yeah. but like i almost came in ready to be like almost shocked at what i was gonna see you know Mm -hmm. especially like some of the promo around it being like you know this is about the incels and um you know all of this shit and i'm like oh wow this this is gonna get pretty dark and this movie really makes it seem like the joker is right or something and when i'm watching i was like he's obviously wrong it's It's clearly, um, a bad guy's origin. I, like, how's this different than Brightburn? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just don't get why it was so disturbing. It's almost like because it has a comic book character in the name, they had to make it more, it had to mean more than it's supposed to or something. Or maybe I just didn't pick up on why it meant more to people than any other movie about a bad guy, you know?
1: yeah because i was i wanted to see this like i when we were messaging last night i was like yeah i wanted to see it like at four o'clock on thursday but i wasn't going to make it to the theater in time and i was like i was scared that i was going to fall asleep and the fact that i didn't see it i happened to stumble on people's tweets and they were like what a disgusting movie i can't believe people are going to the theater to see this because
0: people might shoot it up and i was like oh my god like yeah i, was, I made i made a joke ugh. i made a joke on my way into the theater i said time to see the joker hope i don't become an incel
1: <laughs> yeah i did see that that's a great that's a great picture of you too
0: yeah everybody's been saying it thanks man I don't, that's
1: is it the new you look great in it but is that the is it's that gotta a be phone? the new
0: phone it's gotta yeah it's a new phone so it's gotta be that um but uh, i was like
1: did gordon parks come back from the dead to shoot
0: that what the fuck you want to know what's really funny about this i only took this picture because i was trying to get a snap there's a black dude behind me in a car and he was driving and on his passenger seat you know the headrest part of the seat he had a fucking like clown halloween mask
1: oh no and i
0: was like what are the fucking odds i'm about to see joker and this nigga's behind me Like, just driving down the street with this crazy-looking shit. Like, I don't know if he's robbing a bank or what. And I was about to take the picture, and I was like, ah, it's not focusing right. Oh, wait, I look pretty dope in this selfie. (laughs) (laughs) fuck him. What about me? I'm about to die going to see the choker. Right. Hope this nigga don't pull up behind me, you know. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, he wasn't going to the theater. And
1: and I'm glad I went early enough, too. Shit.
0: Yeah,
1: man. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's the thing that just kind of... I don't know, man. It seemed like just the media stuff around it was like – I feel – I want you to talk to you about this. Maybe you can speak more eloquently on it. I feel like there's a lot of performance in these – in the media and in the reactions to this movie to where it's like, yeah, we know the Joker is a bad guy. And I'm seeing it in these video games that are violent. Like we don't see it with John Wick. We see it with,
0: and and I think Todd Phillips was right, even though he was like, "What about John Wick, y'all? What about that shit?" Yeah, I I really hate that they dismiss. He's been doing a horrible job of promoting it, obviously. Yeah, but but,
1: but, Joaquin Phoenix got to be like, "Shut the fuck up, dog!" Right? You
0: notice that Joaquin ain't saying shit. You notice that he just be like, "Man, just shut the fuck up. Let them see it. We know it's disturbing. You don't have to." And I and dude, this is the thing that turns me against a lot of these comic book movies. I almost didn't see this film. Because they they do this kind of arts ha- art house shit with these movies, and then and I don't and that's fine. I don't mind you know I don't mind a like split universe kind of like one off story. That doesn't bother me at all. But when yeah. you do the promotion, they start shitting on the the other films that people love to kind of like they make this false choice where it's like if you enjoyed like Avengers Endgame, you fucking cuck Like you don't <laughs> you don't know about the real <laughs> shit, homie. It, and it's like well now you just made it where like people are walking into the theater with their arms crossed or they're walking in there like yeah bro fucking show those SJWs. and i'm like why would you court that you know what i'm saying why not just let people see the film and and when they say it's disturbing or whatever be like yeah it's supposed to be disturbing like this is a disturbing character like that's really what i think the backlash is from is the fucking promotion not Mm -hmm. necessarily the film itself the film itself is a fine film that's a, a, about a a villain. It's not even an antihero; a straight up villain. Right. And, and somehow, uh, you know, I think once, like you said, it's a lot of performance online, and that's how you get the clicks. I mean, I ain't gonna get no clicks by walking out of the theater and being like, it was good, or you know, I thought it was straight. You know, <laughs> like that's not good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I gotta find an angle. You know, my angle was to jokingly be like you know i'm a libertarian now guys joker was that good i'm i'm a uh i'm gonna listen to joe rogan's podcast only after this like you know to make yeah. to make that kind of joke but in general like you know uh i didn't find it to be like so disturbing um oh yeah. shit i forgot one more positive i'm sorry i know mm-hmm. we're on negatives but i gotta go right back the violence yeah nigga that's violence okay like that's like and it wasn't even excessive in the uh, in the and gratuitous in the amount of violence Mm -hmm. but when it was violent dog it like you're like that's why it's rated R you know like when he stabs homie in the neck that sold him that that gave him that gun Mm -hmm. like you knew it was coming and you're still kind of like maybe he's not gonna do it maybe this is in his head too and then you're like nope that's real And then up until the second he lets the little dude out, the little person out of his house, I'm like, he gonna kill this motherfucker. You know? Like, even when he locks the top lock and the dude can't get to it, I'm like, oh shit. He gonna kill this little motherfucker. Like, this is part of the joke too. And he literally, he really does let the dude go. Um, like, that shit was- He kisses
1: him. He kisses him. He's like, you're the only one that was nice to me.
0: Yeah, like, he's so over the top and violent and shocking. And it's like a different version of the Joker. In a way, he's almost scarier than the funny version of the Joker, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: all we, right. We, yeah, yeah. you're You're absolutely right, dude. The violence was great. Like, because wasn't it something like when he kills those dudes on the train, the way that the gun went off, the mm-hmm. sounds of the gun, like, did it turn? Did, did we get a score during that sequence?
0: um it was so no you it was so loud when they were beating him the the score was that Uh you don't you don't hear the first like three or four shots yeah like you just see like i think the light went out again like Mm -hmm. it had been going out and then you kind of see like oh i think someone just got shot
1: yeah it was like some discord in the that was like it, it just it sounded like an irregular gunshot that you're not really used to hearing to make it it's it felt like something that we don't normally hear like when fucking John Wick is shooting people, mm-hmm. which I bought the movie on Steelbook, you know, I yeah. got that I got it on Blu-ray, Absolutely. but I'm just saying like it's just a different it's different, it's not this even, cartoon talk, violence that we see.
0: Even like when he's in the house and he shoots the gun and he turns the yeah. TV up, like oh and that's another thing I've I also like the relationship with his mom as kind of this understanding because, man, to me, I think a lot of people drop the ball in this. They're so mad that it's not Batman related. They're so mad that it's not the depiction of the character they thought, you know, that they would like to see the, the, the cartoony kind of Batman villain version. Yeah, That I think they're really missing out. And I do understand, you know, I'll put it in my negatives but I I do understand some of the trepidation about the the idea that this was a movie that really didn't need to be about the Joker. And it could have just been about Mm. this guy, kind of like a taxi cab, taxi driver. Like it could have just been called something else, like the comedian or some shit. I don't know, the stand up and, and it could have just been about that guy being an incel and going crazy and an examination of toxic masculinity. But in a way, man, this shit incorporates so many of the things that are happening in society today. And I don't think it glorifies them. I think it says like, yo, these people, they are fucked up. It is like you know like whether it's uh mental health shit but also like a lack of support abuse trauma things that just go unnoticed in our society and he's essentially an invisible man to a lot of people um Mm. and and then like that's a huge part of it he's like i didn't even know if i was real but i am um and we know he's going having these you know he's drugged out of his mind with all these different medications that numb his feelings And at the same time, when he's unmedicated, like there's no one treating him, there's no support, you know, and, and, and so I don't know, man. It didn't, it felt like this is the way toxic, a toxic person that is part of a cycle of abuse would, would snap. Not, it wasn't a, this is a healthy, reasonable response, you know. I'd even go as far as say that, um, a movie like Falling Down is a worse narrative than this. Like, like as far, if you want to talk about messages, that yeah. that movie is giving you a message of like, no, it's okay that he's doing these things. Almost like, you know, some of these people need to be taught a lesson. These gangsters at the park stealing briefcases and, uh, you know what I mean. Like, there's a yeah. like, like this one didn't feel like that to me. Like, even when he shot the Wall Street dudes, you kind of like of you kind of come around to like, wait, he doesn't even feel bad about that. He doesn't. E- he didn't even do it for quote unquote the right reasons. Like. You know they were about to harass this woman or they were beating me self-defense he's just like yeah just fucking assholes and i killed him and i don't feel bad you know let me ask you this do you think thomas wayne is his dad nah i didn't i didn't think so but i do like that they left it out there as a you know like his like his mom believed it and therefore Mm. he believed it and then when he when it all came tumbling down it was like the last the last bastion of like reality he could hold on to and you know even killing his mom was just like super wild like he found out about his own abuse and was like nah fuck this like you're you know you gotta go too which is something that these these motherfucking spree shooters dawg we covered shit on the show and like almost every time there's a woman who dies first at the house like
1: a sister
0: a mom I think like I said man I I (laughs) because of his promotion this this movie's gonna catch a lot of shit that i don't know that it deserves um but it's also gonna get a lot, a lot of credit that i don't know that it deserves from a lot of assholes you know
1: yeah they're gonna slice it what do, what do you think about that even though like you see that picture that he's looking at mm-hmm. when he's like i love your smile ttw yeah Tyler you, just it, you just you just thought like maybe because it was like maybe he is his dad yeah oh
0: you know that's great you know that's a great point maybe he is um and it also is that thing too where it could be a uh it could be something he thought he made up like it's not real because he's an unreliable narrator it could it could also be something his mom made up because we know she's an unreliable narrator in this situation because she's gone to she's been in arkham uh asylum and stuff yeah so i mean i i I don't know i guess for me it wasn't definitive one way or the other but i liked it they teased it
1: yeah so so thomas steals him in the face Bruh. in the face he's a dick
0: yeah (laughs) thomas wayne was not and yo but you want to know what's kind of cool about that is in bruce wayne's mind as a i mean he was robbed of his father as a child the, mm-hmm. his father's gonna be a saint and we, yeah. we've we only ever seen Thomas Wayne from Bruce Wayne's eyes right the kid right. was robbed of a father so to kind of see him out in the world as not necessarily the most altruistic good guy and just, just like another rich asshole with a, a sense of entitlement it's like Trump with no power yeah it kind of made sense though like mm-hmm. why why did we assume this mega rich billionaire was just like this great dude who you know only in the batman narrative do we accept that there's billionaires who are fucking like really great people who are looking out for everyone and uh just happen to be billionaires you know like i i appreciated them kind of being like well maybe some people think he's a dick in a city with a lot of crime huge Mm -hmm. wealth disparity um and you know a a very rich legacy family like this maybe people don't fuck with him and then he was like stay away from my son dog yeah yeah well i mean that was fair
1: yeah so i was kind of like yeah i
0: get it yeah like he knew that shit he's like oh it's you huh okay yeah alfred told me about this shit splat Mm -hmm. out splat yeah Um, yeah i fucked with it man (laughs) all right so things i didn't like i will put out there though Um, okay it is a little too long for me and Um, I, i think it's mostly because they wanted joaquin to go ham and so they just have certain scenes in the movie <laughs> where he's just like, nigga, you did this. Like these are Oscar moments. Like the uh hop in the fridge moment.
1: Yeah, what the fuck was that?
0: Yeah. Like, I thought I was like, so is the gun in the fridge is this going to come back and mean something later? Like what does this mean exactly? Um yeah. there's there's other like, you know, kind of scenes that are just like Oscar scenes, but they're not they don't 100% contribute to the narrative, you know, him of course putting on clown makeup crying in the mirror um mm-hmm. there's a there's another scene i was th- oh kicking the trash uh and then laying in the trash before he meets okay. zazzy beats like he's like you know it's just there's these moments where i'm like it's super artistic but th- for me i'm like it seems like y'all probably had about 15 10 minutes you probably could have left on a cutting room floor and we still would have got the same point that he's a tortured guy you know
1: yeah it would have been a lot a lot tighter it, it wasn't i could see that i i'm not i'm not mad at that assessment yeah I'm not really
0: um i think they definitely oversimplify some some mental health shit you know like it's, it's, i mean it's, it's the hollywood you know it's kind of that thing like well let's it show it takes what, a lot of pills yeah yeah like they do this in every movie like it's not worse here than other movies but i guess because it's about someone spiraling out it feels a little bit worse but like i just watched uh god what's the name A uh, uh Angel has fallen, the third movie in the Olympus is Fallen trilogy, the, and the, last, the
1: newest one. Yeah, and so yeah,
0: I saw it. okay, yeah, and so um, the main character has some sort of like uh CTE type shit going on, and he's just like taking painkillers or something. Like, there's no, like it just like it, it doesn't like the mathematically or, or, or scientifically it doesn't make any sense that he just like pop a couple pills every time he's feeling the CTE coming on, but. So, somehow that, in that movie, that was the thing. And then just through the, through the power of, uh, you know, killing people by the end, he doesn't need the medicine anymore. It's like, <laughs> it's like what That's the CCE young? Yeah. <laughs> he, he like, oh yeah, I'm going to do pool therapy with my dad. I'm going to go hop in. So I just need to meet my dad again
1: and, oh um, God. see
0: you guys in, in, uh, in movie number four, right? So, yeah, you know, it's like they kind of do that in this movie, which I thought was kind of like funny at times, like, uh some of the stuff um let's see uh this isn't really a negative but it's something I'll I'll, I'm gonna ask if you noticed it too but uh it felt like everywhere they could cast like a just a role for somebody to be like assisting this nigga or or just interacting with him that was like uh like in video games you have NPCs yeah it was a black woman (laughs) it's like on the bus social worker the woman at the end like
1: (laughs) i'm mad that like i could have they brian tyree henry didn't need that part
0: bruh for three seconds what was he even in the movie for he could
1: have had me in that shit
0: i i did think about that i said this nigga greedy bruh like he really <laughs> he really could have <laughs> left that one alone man like let, let somebody else me, eat. Huh? yeah that's what uh we don't have the paperwork now i don't know about that um, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna come back to him or something, like at least at the end when he's in Arkham. Yeah. You know, like maybe watch him walk, walk him in and be like, damn, that's him. But it's like, oh, you made it. Yeah, we never see this again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, so, uh, what? let me think. What else was it? Um, I guess you could, some people are probably gonna say it's a bit of a Scorsese ripoff. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't. I didn't feel. I'm. I. I say inspired by. Yeah, but... you
1: can't. You can't make a movie like that in that style and not think of Scorsese.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be hard to avoid because I believe Scorsese made a comment about basically other comic book movies being trash So, uh-huh. so you know that's gonna be a thing now. Is people being like, oh, this motherfucker just bit off Scorsese and try he's yeah. better than Avengers. So that's gonna be a thing
1: i don't get that man it's just uh well if you're a practitioner like if that's how like i could say like musical comedy's not real yeah uh i, I mean i would never i wouldn't say that but i mean it's just a different it's a different path to the mountaintop of making people laugh and right. entertaining them you know so uh know.
0: very i'd say there's very um what do you call it like convenient plot things in the end, you know, like this motherfucker's a wanted super wanted man, they know his name, they know his face mm-hmm. um, they literally chase him on the train, the cops get beat up and then somehow he still gets to show up at the night, the, the night show with a gun like, yeah. like you know I, hey, hey, uh, it happens right, I mean, we got uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he got away, Rod Jesus. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man. you know, hey,
0: sometimes it just, yeah, the cops drop the ball on that one, so yeah, like it was like that was a little bit weird. Like even the fact that he killed his mom in the hospital bed and
1: yeah. like
0: no no nurse comes in, they cut to him being at home, he kills Buddy from the clown thing, lets the mm-hmm. dude live, still gets away on the train, still gets to the tonight show, everybody like just and the tonight show apparently is filmed live, not uh not yeah, you know, eight hours in advance like most shows. Uh so yeah there's some stretches in the end to make it a little more bombastic I'm okay with it but I do I understand people will be like this shit could never happen the rest of the movie blah 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 so um and the final thing I'll say as a negative is of course this is just so disconnected from any other Batman Joker story that it's like it's no way it like even the fact that the Joker somehow caused Batman's parents to die Mm-hmm. but he was the Joker before Batman existed it just kind of like completely I mean they just basically shit on all Batman canon to make the film and the film does feel like like I said it could be called the stand up and not have a work, anything to do with Gotham not have anything to do with uh, Batman and it still would have been to me a good film uh, but there's going to be some people that will hate this film just because it says you know it's Batman related so
1: yeah
0: all right let's rate it man zero to five what would you give it i would
1: say i'll give it a four
0: yeah that's fair um
1: better would... than venom way better than venom oh
0: shit so much better i can't the fact that there's gonna be people that like venom that hate this film like get the fuck out of here anyway uh i think i would give it like let's see i think a three is like matinee or something and then like a four is like opening weekend i'm yeah. gonna say it's like a Three and a half? And I'm I'm hedging on this because look, you already know what kind of person you are. If you're listening to this, you know if you're the person that's like gonna be able to handle this, watch this, and feel like, you know, I I can let go that this is not a real Batman story and it's not a real Joker story. Mm -hmm. And everything me and Chris just said about it, if you've been listening, it's all true. Like I'm not even going to debate it with you. I agree with you that it took a lot of liberties. So if you can handle that and some violence and stuff, cool. You know, there's no like sexual assault or nudity in this, but there's a little bit of cursing and there's a lot. When it's violence, it's pretty violent, right? Yeah. Um, And then you know, obviously, if you're just coldly just out on an idea like this, or if you're just a purist, then yeah, then maybe a three, maybe a two, like you catches on TNT or something. Like it's not. This one might not be for you, dog, and that's and that's fine. But uh, I personally thought it was a pretty good movie, so you know my personal rating is somewhere like three and a half or four.
1: That's um, you know what I like the three and a half four rating too, because yeah. it's like I just felt like going in, it was just too much. The headlines were just a little too crazy, and I was
0: like, "This is it." Yeah, I almost wish I didn't know about the headlines, dog. I really wish they didn't talk this movie to death. Um, and they do this to uh, one or two movies a year from those festivals Yeah, and this was one of those like (sighs) they started with the best movie of the year Oscar buzz shit from the festival and then of course you got the online people that people that live online and fight these like incel ass niggas all day they immediately were like oh no these incels are celebrating this shit nope I gotta be against it and that whole fight that took place on the internet was just so unnecessary because i really feel like they did that shit for a movie that was good but not groundbreaking um yeah and oh, i'll well, ask you this what do you think about joaquin's performance do you think he's uh on the list for the oscars uh at this point
1: <laughs> i haven't seen anything that could top it just yet i mean i haven't seen any male performances that kind of stand out in that way i mean yeah as far as being like showy you know i don't know man i haven't and then it's a little early but it we're it's we're inching towards november december so i if he gets nominated i would not be mad at it
0: yeah i'm trying to think um i think he could get nominated for this
1: yeah but I then don't... people are gonna say oh y'all gonna give two people oscars for playing joker i thought <laughs> that he wins yeah, I, I doubt, doubt he, he wins, wins
0: but but i think he could get nominated for this and depending on how the year fleshes out i mean shit i i have to really start thinking hard about who i've seen so far that really gave me like yo this dude is is giving us everything in this role you know um
1: because what's your your boy from this is us what's my man's name black guy
0: uh sterling k brown
1: Sterling K Brown is going to be in this movie called Waves and it's an A24 flick. It's like a family drama that's getting a lot of buzz. I don't I don't know if he's the lead, but he's the dad. So, yeah.
0: oh, oh, we know that the last 2 months is where it's at. Like,
1: yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like
0: the NBA finals and shit. Like, okay, right. playoffs started in October. Okay, walking Phoenix just, you know, got out the first round. Let's mm-hmm. let's see what everybody else got to say about this shit. So, I I can see that um but yeah man I, I i mean i might this movie may even be nominated i don't know um i've seen on online it's getting some really good reviews
1: what is it on rotten to me because i saw like the critics were trying to because it's down to it's 69 percent now
0: okay well on imdb is 9.2 out of 10 okay ign gave it a 10 out of 10 damn like and it's making money it's probably going to oh, be yeah. Venom's October um uh Venom's October uh box office rating. Okay. So, um and it you know, and it's almost like in a way being divisive will fuck up the reviews for it, but it will make it something that people go see.
1: Yeah, I just hope it's people that see this movie uh because they want to see it, you know, like I I just don't want it to cl- taint what other people want to do you know like the moviegoers because it's just like it's not it's not really that fair
0: right
1: you know it's just like i'll just go see the movie or don't you know
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. i i really hate that it's becoming like a divisive thing like dominic rivera just saw it he texts me how uh he said it's better than black panther
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I bet he ain't going to tweet that shit.
0: Yeah, they can't help themselves, man. Like it's like everyone's falling into the trap of like, you know. And I and I'm gonna try to avoid it, man, because this is why I really I didn't even go watch Logan in the theater for like. Oh, really? Yeah, for like a month and a half because I was just like, every review is like, you know, fuck those other movies. This is a real comic book movie. You you pieces of shit. You know. I'm like, well, I like those other movies, like. People want to
1: fight. Like I, with Logan, I was like, "Yeah, I liked I t- "I was kind of trolling," but I was like, "Yeah, I liked Logan better when it was called The Last of Us." And then yeah. somebody was somebody wrote, uh, "Logan came out way before The Last of Us, idiot." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not even gonna." It took everything in me to not write back to that guy, but <laughs> but I just didn't write back. But it it's like. At, what do you think okay let me ask you this okay you're you're in you have you guys have amc down there right those yeah, theaters yeah. And, okay so uh amc has this thing called artisan films that are supposed to be like the art house films yeah and this was one of them
0: mm, that makes sense though
1: okay I just want to see what you thought
0: it feels like it's a, a stylized choice to be kind of art housey you know I mean, it's clearly yeah. not an art house. I mean, yeah, it's got the man. DC, got the DC label on it. I mean, I you know what <laughs> on a mo- on a movie fan basis, like a, you know, like you are, like you're a big, yeah. like you go see everything, even the tiny, like the independent joints, the you know, uh the joints is just like you know, we don't even know who the audience is for this. Like Chris will go see that shit. <laughs> so, so like I know for you, it's probably it's kind of insulting, like the way when people say like. To me they're like yeah well the x-men movies are kind of part of the marvel universe i'm like no the fuck they aren't it's it's a totally different company it's a totally different thing calling this the art house artisan artisan movie is kind of is an insult to the movies that really don't have the budget or the money or the uh distribution that a movie like this has obviously got
1: yeah because i want to look at i want to turn i'm looking at my amc app and I want to see, like, just how many fucking times, like, the if you just look at the times that this shit is playing, and it's playing, like, yeah, it's playing at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, eight fifteen, nine o'clock, nine thirty, eleven p.m., 11.30, and then in Dolby, it's playing again at 7.15 and 10.30, and then this was, like, at a small theater, and at the bigger theaters, it's just, it's so many of them, dude. Yeah. It's incredible yeah it's like come on man
0: yeah uh yeah you're right this it is kind of fucked up like that they will put this in the same program as like fast colors and shit like <laughs> yeah like come on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna put come fast on, colors in six theaters okay that's in the art house division and uh also let's put duke in the art house division okay they're, they're number one scene yeah. <laughs> like, come on man <laughs> oh man um all right and then uh the other thing i was gonna say uh is we have comments for the uh last review me and you did which is once upon a time in hollywood okay cool anzie davis says this movie was funny and like you right i enjoy tarantino's films but say nothing unless someone i'm cool with talks about the movie yeah he's another dude that like the woke mafia dog they they don't fuck with him and you can't bring him up it's like we gotta act like he, he whack or something. And I, I'm like, this nigga was everybody's fave until like two or three years ago.
1: Yeah. Is it because we don't, I don't know. So are we harder on our black artists than we are on
0: white artists? Well, I'm not, but some people are Colle- sure. Collectively. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I don't know, it's dude. Like, like the Tarantino thing is weird for me because he, I think what he he did some stupid ass interviews when he did Django, yeah. Where he was like, "This is no, you ain't really seen slavery till you see Django, okay? Like this is not, <laughs> you, this isn't Roots, okay? You know how he talks. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Sometimes it's like
1: directors need to shut the fuck up,
0: Bruh, All the times, like <laughs> it's
1: like if I know my shit is good, I'm gonna be like, Hey, I hope you guys see this movie. Uh, you know, so and so is good in it. You're gonna enjoy it. I hope you guys have a good time."
0: Yeah, you don't need not, to like, go on the daily show and like diss every other movie out. Like, just fucking I believe in my movie. I got a great performance from Joaquin. I think people are really gonna be interested. You and then you know when they like and what did you say about the critics who say this movie is just goes too far and it's too violent. You know what? I think you need to see the movie for yourself and then you'll realize like what's wrong with that? What, why do you I have think to,
1: those are I think they're cocks.
0: Yeah, you know I think it's better than Black Panther. They killed comedy. Okay, Chappelle was right. They, these fucking. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, man. God, I want to. He was, this dude was like blaming the hangover movies that, uh, the ones that, that weren't good, like, uh, two and three, you know, and I, I still think two was kind of good, but,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. three,
0: three was not very good to me.
1: But. Which was three or what?
0: Uh, hangover. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think three was very good. But this nigga said something like, yeah, because these liberal. P- critics they ruin comedy and there's, that's why no movies no comedies are making money anymore i was like nigga yes they stay off? like the good boys was fun yeah there's a lot of fucking funny came out a month ago you, like girls trip as as made yeah. a lot of money like dude shut the fuck up and just put your movie out
1: yeah uh. dog like it's just it's it's crazy man it's like people some people just need to shut the fuck up sometimes yeah like, tarantino
0: really and it's such a white thing to say when you're making a movie about slavery is to be like but you ain't seen no slavery till you see the slavery in my shit i I mean it's like 12 times a slave y'all it's it's over the- <laughs> i'm like dude you just just let it go and don't worry about that kind of critique man just the movie will be fun tell them it's your version of of a story it's not real and, and enjoy yeah anyway uh uh but yeah tarantino's fucked it up i gotta wait till i talk to my friends that enjoy the shit before i can say i'm watching it Or i can't say anything about on social media now uh felt like i was the only laughing at the weirdest stuff especially when al pacino was talking about him and his wife watching movies together or when bruce lee was talking about boxing versus martial arts everybody uh-huh. laughed during the violent parts of the movie i will be owning the digital copy of this once it comes out yeah, yeah. me too and it's sad that uh you know, Bruce Lee's daughter, and them kind of tanked this, you know, like, really fucked up the, like, portrayal to be like, see, this is just what Hollywood was trying to make him a joke, and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't know that it needed to, it didn't make me laugh at Bruce Lee, like, I I, I felt like the shit was funny, but not in a, like, ha-ha at this Chinese dude way, but I guess if you take it that way, you know? Part
1: of me, um, and when it come came to that, part of me wanted to just kind of side with some of the critics and uh, mm-hmm. how they felt about it, because it's like this movie's not going to take away who Bruce Lee was as an icon, right? Like not to me, and I'm not even a scholar of his stuff, you know what I'm saying? But it's like. You you basically make a whole movie like the jumpsuit that the bride wears in right. Kill Bill is like an obviously an homage to Bruce Lee. So it's not like I don't think he did anything malicious mm-hmm. from a black dude just from a minority's perspective. Like I'm kind of like I have empathy for how people in that community may feel, but like it, it, I kind of just kind of defer to them when it comes to that. But yeah. it's like ah uh, you. It's almost like these guys are kind of these guys are imperfect people too. Like Brad Pitt's guy isn't a, a fucking he might have killed his wife.
0: Yeah, well, you know what I mean, also like I guess for me, what I'm saying is, and, and you're right, you're right. I do defer to that community, but sometimes I think also you can be too close to something. I mean, that's her. Oh, that's her dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She, unless the movie was Bruce Lee beats up these white men and then fucking stops the Manson murders, like it was going to probably fall short of her expectations for him being in it. And then also with Bruce Lee, like we've lionized him. It's like when Tupac got killed, right? Like all of a sudden we was like Tupac, the best rapper of all time. Nobody's ever been close. Tupac could (laughs) destroy everybody. And now that's kind of what it is with Bruce Lee, where we make the Chuck Norris joke, but you know, with Bruce Lee is not a joke. We're like, this nigga catch bullets with his teeth. You know, we think he can, he can do everything. And I, and I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. So to me, I was like, man, it's fucked up because he had a spot on impersonation of that dude. Uh-huh. That's still the best per- impersonation I've seen of him since he died. Like. And
1: that dude, that dude was like, i about to give up on the game until he got that call.
0: Yeah. Like, the- and he, like, he murked that role. Um, yeah. and then the other thing I thought was kind of fucked up is they clearly end the fight before it can be concluded
1: before bruce can really fuck him up
0: right probably. and that was a uh, that and not now my understanding i don't know because i didn't see the behind the scenes but my understanding is that tarantino wanted to make it where like bruce lost the fight and then basically everybody talked him out of that shit like no like that mm-hmm. that's too far you know like you can have your moment where a dude like catches him off guard because he didn't know but he got hands but you can't yeah. you can't have this man like catching the fade <laughs> on the set you know and i do respect that the people who said that because i would have probably said that if i worked there like what are you doing quentin <laughs> like this shit about yeah. to, you about to get canceled over this shit bro but uh <laughs> but yeah man I, I don't know man i thought that shit was cool uh for what it was and it's obviously a white man fantasy so exactly.
1: you know PG, that a, and that's the it's thing not real. Too.
0: like watch whiteness work hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm oh man but well, it's definitely a white man fantasy the whole movie you know hell yeah uh, <laughs> alright last one La Agni says this is not my favorite Tarantino movie but it is one that might grow on me over time for a movie that doesn't go full Quentin Tarantino it's amazing to me how good it is despite that i wouldn't have minded more violent scenes or even a couple of n-words but i think the restraint this movie has makes it better in a way it hardly meanders too. the dialogue is compelling from start to finish so are the characters the direction is textbook tarantino especially with some of the car and certain facial shots i thought those are really good i know yeah. i know he gets a lot of shit but leonardo motherfucking dicaprio man dude should phone these roles in but uh, his commitment to carrying these movies astounds me all he does is act his ass off over and over again Brad Pitt probably gives one of his better roles in a while Margot Robbie I thought was good as well I like the way her role as Sharon Tate went most of the acting is good but I gotta give a call to two people in this film despite not being in it this long Julia Butters and Mike Mo now I get it the depiction of how Bruce Lee is portrayed that shit uh, killed that uh I get it the the uh hold on a second I get it the depiction of how bruce lee is portrayed and lee's daughter coming out against it i totally get it that aside Mo killed that shit killed it mannerisms Mm -hmm. voice confidence etc that scene with him and brad pitt fighting was so dope i'm not sorry that i enjoyed that scene and him yeah uh, that's the other thing i had to give tarantino the movie kind of flips in that moment and becomes an action movie yeah. Like the camera angles, the like sweeping like kind of thing in the close quarters combat. Like it becomes like an action movie for like three minutes and then goes back to the to the other story. Mm-hmm. Um that scene Okay, Butters is already an acting natural at such a young age. A lesser young actor would have understandably crumbled, acting alongside DiCaprio, and she acted like a boss juxtaposed to him. Also awesome That was job. my
1: favorite scene.
0: Yes. With, wait, which one? The one with the book? Or the one after he nails the, uh, nails the role? The,
1: uh, I guess that whole sequence, um, where she said,
0: that was the best act. Bruh. (laughs) Oh, that line, like, in the commercial, you go, like, I wonder what that is gonna be related to, but when you see it, like, when you see the whole setup from the, like, the book he's reading, and her putting together that he's actually reading a book about kind of that's based on his own life yeah and him catching that moment of sadness Mm -hmm. (laughs) from this child oh my god yeah
1: yeah
0: oh and then when he hit her with the you gonna see what it feels like in 20 years now you (laughs) (laughs) oh man
1: because she's a girl right and it's gonna be over for her quicker (laughs) well you know you know like that okay so now we talk about best actors you got to put throw leo in there yeah
0: Yep. great point great point and
1: maybe and maybe now that we're talking about it maybe brad pitt best supporting Supporting,
0: yeah he might be in there
1: so it's like you got leo and joaquin and so that's like you gotta have about five or six other guys Mm -hmm. this for the rest of the year that can either get on there get on the board or knock him off cuz it's maybe maybe like 8 cuz you can only get 5 isn't right. it so it's going to be two 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 or three guys that get like
0: short change. yeah i could see leo getting getting knocked off just because uh, he won already
1: yeah that's true
0: like it feels like they for some reason they never really want to give it to him so
1: it's because he's good looking
0: Mmm. okay that it's could because be cuz he's a
1: good looking guy and like he just got to the point where he's he's just undeniable where you think about like the revenant was it was fine but he wasn't that great and yeah like
0: i didn't feel like it was his best role no but it but i you know of the year that that came out it was a great movie it was a great performance but it's like nigga any of these years right he could he could have got it you know
1: yeah because calvin candy i mean that was that was the one
0: that was the one that should have won
1: yeah um but i mean we'll see we'll see it's still it's still early but it ain't that early
0: true uh and then they go on to say um awesome job of that young lady love this film from start to finish so glad you enjoyed the sandal agony and i do hope it grows on you man because this one just felt like a we got a different version of tarantino you just don't see directors do that often it's you know normally they just do what they do you knew what you were getting when you walked in the theater you know
1: yeah And, and i don't know if i have said this when we talked about this one I felt like uh you know I think around that time I saw I watched Jackie Brown and Jackie Brown I hadn't seen in almost 20 years and to me that's moved up to my list of Tarantino I mean that's got to be it's at least top 5 possibly top 3
0: Yeah Yeah man I mean it's up there for me like Yeah I, th- dude he just it's like almost if I told you someone else directed the movie you'd be people would be more after be like that's a great movie
1: you know i don't know what it is is it just the? do we think it's just the 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 wokes do you think it's just like uh because of what they're expecting it's like because they're prone to not like him
0: i think it's just them interviews man i feel like everything was all good till you did them interviews man he's then, so
1: cocky he's got to yeah. be like barry sanders
0: yeah They're not celebrate <laughs> yeah my new, hand the football over dog like it's obviously rubbing people the wrong way all this touchdown dancing uh the movies make money now but then and then there's like just these new rules that weren't around when i was younger this like, why
1: can't we allow some eccentricity in entertainment like some healthy eccentricity
0: yeah i, I mean like well there's also these new rules like you can't you're a white director you can't ha- use nigger in a film type of thing where it's like when did this become a thing that we were supposed to get upset about yeah you know like it's a movie it's make-believe it's like it's not like the whole point of the film is nigger like it's, like there's scenes <laughs> where white people say racist shit because white people racist like i don't yeah. know i don't know just like and maybe these people always felt this way but then they didn't have a voice until the internet allowed you know you got bloggers and all this other stuff but i don't know sometimes i feel like i'm letting everybody down because i just don't get mad about as much shit as everybody else
1: does oh dude that's i'm trying to write about that about letting your race down and it's almost like some people have kind of touched on it before but just in my own way of just being like i just being disappointed by like we can easily disappoint our race and we kind of her- carry that burden as creatives not to sound pretentious but mm. sometimes you kind of do carry a burden in that regard but I'm trying to I'm trying to write about white people letting me down mm. like white some white people that you like and they wear blackface like you know thought just, i could trust you yeah anytime a white guy does something a white person holds the door what did you do
0: yeah what, is,
1: <laughs> what, what did you do in 1994 did you dress up as kilo
0: yeah i made a joke um i think but i, I someone was saying that's been made before but i was like we need a blackface purge day it was like mm. like like the movie the purge but just everyone yeah. can just fucking admit like i did blackface and that's the day you don't get in trouble for it. Like you can admit yeah. it, but if we catch you any other day, like you get you you gotta deal with the full consequences of getting caught with blackface, you know. So that that like maybe we could use that, but yeah, man, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh, this week when that that dude uh, hugged Amber Guy. Oh my
1: god, dude! I that's
0: well, you know what though?
1: What? <laughs> this comedian Jason Lawhead, white comic, he said, "Damn, they were hugging her." like they paid her to kill that dude yeah
0: yeah but but here's the thing like I understand why people are mad and,
1: mm-hmm. I, and
0: I understand why people you know religious people were like this is the height of forgiveness this is aspirational and mm-hmm. then but for me I was kind of like it just felt like a really creepy personal moment that I shouldn't have seen yeah like the kind of yeah. like, like if he would have done that hug and like he came to visit her in prison a year from now and gave her that hug I would have been like well yeah I mean I you know like I don't even need to know about that that's his personal decision and now that I've seen it and everybody else has seen it now we're talking about it like in bigger racial terms like it's not him an individual anymore it's like black people are always doing this shit this is what's wrong with us this is why we can't get free and I'm like I don't for him not the judge not the bailiff for him i'm just like that's his family his family member died not mine right you know so i like i don't know what like maybe i would do that maybe i wouldn't i just hope i never have to find out you know yeah and and, and what and whatever i do i just hope that other black people don't feel tied to it like damn this nigga smacked her in the face like i hope they're sitting not sitting (laughs) around like see see as a black person this is what this is what are we not gonna get free like i just want to be an individual in that moment so but yeah i felt like i kind of was letting people down by not being outraged i kept seeing people retweeting that fucking hug all day and just saying the same shit every time like
1: what it, was worse to me was the judge
0: yes the judge and the bailiff man i don't get it yeah you're, I, you're I, working I what the fuck you're working i mean
1: yeah <laughs> it's like it's like I like your your take on like how you said like comics are sometimes are like uh, p- police officers like you yeah. protect the protect the shield and I think to it's just kind of like I was like maybe it's from that angle maybe it's because they're all like employees of the state I could see that but even still like you're combing her hair you're fucking <laughs> like this is weird dude so and weird. I, it's fucking weird and the judge like niggas like somebody posted see this is c- when you can kind of get into this hotep shit like how you know this woman kills a black guy and then some black dude i don't even know if it's fucking true right some black guy got like 45 years for killing a police dog I don't oh even yeah know if yeah that's yeah true. yeah
0: i mean even if it is true like there's gonna be a million examples of that like i saw people bringing up like that black woman who um just moved tried to lie on for the address to get her kid. Yes. And they're like she got you know five years for this shit or uh, this other black woman voted illegally because she didn't understand the voting rules and she got five years you know like there was everybody being like and you know and she only got 10 years and um and i kind of came down on it uh the opposite way but still i understand what they're saying but i'm going the opposite way which is it's not that i don't want uh it's not that i'm i don't want this i want this woman to get like life in prison or death i just would like for some of the black people to get some of that mercy that's always extended to whiteness like exactly you know like i like for the the woman who fucking voted by accident shouldn't go to jail like we caught you you, we're not counting the vote and now you know the rule don't do it again right uh the woman who lies about the address why would prison be better for her and her child than some other situation like community service or 14 days like felicity huffman like you mm-hmm. know i like like i said i just come at it a different angle it's not that i don't arrive to the same place but the thing i don't get just i just don't want to be outraged i kind of want to be i don't know in my zone of like acceptable emotions i, I don't i think people have been disasturbating over this shit so yeah. hard and it's just so it's so bad for all of us to keep seeing the same shit and saying the same shit every day just if i die my motherfucking ghost gonna come back and hunt anybody that hugged my killer you know yeah. like nigga i seen the same thing a million times you know like these are human beings involved in this man and maybe we should all not be seeing it yeah, dude. Well, you know, this
1: week was what, twenty seven years or so when the O J verdict came down and that's that was probably the the first time that we really started being into all this, you know, with yep. the with the advent of maybe like the court court T V and seeing this stuff. Uh but this one was a rough one. I looked at I would that it I felt some kind of way of I was like, Oh my god. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? This guy's eating ice cream yeah in, uh, in, his, it, in his crib i do yeah. that
0: yeah it was such a the thing that got me man for this one i don't know if this isn't even movie related anymore but uh, we're about to wrap but you guys I mean, know I mean, we get to
1: talking you know how you know how i make rod do this guys sorry uh,
0: but the only thing for me that really that bothered me way more was that uh, i don't understand how you stand there and you start covering your ass immediately Mm -hmm. like i get how the accident can happen we live in a gun society and you got a fucking cop who worked 40 hours a week or 40 hours in three days or some shit goes to the wrong house thinks it's her house shoots and kills a dude immediately right uh scary black man blah 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 right yeah i get how all of those things can happen and i'm not saying those aren't punishable things they are but that part of it i'm like okay you made a fucking huge mistake you gonna let this nigga bleed out like you on the phone with the 911 like trying to make a cover story? Like yeah. save his life if you really didn't mean to do it. You know like the fucking like cuz what they what they train these cops is like, "Look, a dead person is a, is not a witness." So you let like I think letting him die is colder mm-hmm. than that's colder than pulling the trigger in America. Like trigger get pulled about, man, I don't even cover these articles where like someone shoots their kid by accident or A kid shoots their parent or someone shoots their fucking dog because we got so many guns in america right i don't even cover those articles because there's too many of them and they all make me feel the same way which is we don't need guns but when you're an officer of the law and you shoot somebody in the line of duty or uh, off duty actually you shoot somebody and you claim it's an accident then why didn't you try to at least do life-saving cpr or something you didn't even try now what did
1: you hear all the stuff about the relation a possible relationship that was that's bullshit, not true right
0: yeah that's not true she did file a, a noise complaint on him two weeks before that though so some people mm. were at, when it first started people thought maybe she went up there on purpose to kill him for making noise which I, as racist and ridiculous as that woman is I have a hard time believing that that one's a bit of a, a stretch that she yeah. two, two weeks later she's like I'm just gonna come home and kill this nigga yeah uh, <laughs> you
1: know how, you know how people at work be talking yeah. be like
0: ah uh, that's not true i don't think yeah i don't, I don't. be correcting them niggas but you are right yeah that's why i was like uh okay but yeah man i don't know I, like but like i said sometimes i do feel like even when i do these movie reviews i every fucking you know social justice person i follow all, all my woke friends are like this is an incel movie that is about you know <laughs> just yeah just, and i'm like oh, am i hurting is there, are people listening to this review like i can't believe they missed it man you, everyone that saw the movie needs to say that they were outraged and this is why the fucking like alt-right is taking off and and i and i'm like i just didn't get that from the movie
1: yeah well
0: i'll tell you who did get that from the movie guys dominic rivera all right that yeah. dude that dude loves this movie more than black panther uh and he uh he he thinks that uh it's really speaking to him so be careful around him if you guys are there
1: i think this is a movie that jl colvin should not see
0: oh man now this is the one time our agendas combined i almost had him on for this review uh, because i was just gonna be like we can finally agree on something we might not agree about black panther but nobody fucks with heath ledger's joker okay we were gonna we were gonna do whatever we could to demean Joaquin's performance uh but uh now but I did it with you and I, I was honest about it I thought it was good so
1: well you know what dude it's like it's like playing a Shakespeare role it's like now that's become like it's like playing Othello playing Iago playing Julius Caesar playing Hamlet maybe that's like the uh cinematic ver- like there's what how many guys played it like the the homie fonte our buddy fonte mm-hmm. said that uh he thinks mark hamill's the best oh really i think he tweeted something about mark yeah mark Hamill i agree till-
0: i agree actually yeah uh as far as uh the cartoon
1: yeah i can't speak on it because i don't know it yeah well that's the enough.
0: definitive that's a definitive joker role the uh okay, okay. the uh batman cartoon jokers is- amazing i couldn't even believe it was the same guy when he said it was which
1: Mark one Henry. which one did he do the animated series yeah the
0: animated series yeah
1: that's the one that everybody people really love that one right
0: yeah yes yeah, it's, it's probably the greatest cartoon of all time to most people
1: so okay i can see that yeah
0: um all right man that's it dog tell them where to find you chris you can find me on twitter and instagram at chris lamberth i
1: also have a podcast called the mundane festival it was a weekly show where i talk to people and i talk to uh myself and sometimes and uh it's a fun it's a fun one
0: Oh uh, yeah check it out man it's fun i go on there all the time uh many of the people that have been guests on the show go he also gets great interviews from uh other people in new york and actors and uh comedians and stuff so check it out and then just also for his just regular life uh every day thoughts and 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 different things he's going through man I, i think it's a great show so um if you guys love him on this and you guys love him on our podcast go check it out all right guys until next time peace